0: CHAPTER ONE Even before the terrible events of the spring of the year 74, Miss Unwin had regretted frequently and sometimes bitterly her decision to accept the post of governess to Mr. Richard Partington's two motherless girls. On the very day she had first gone to call on Mr. Partington at his father's grim old house in the Harrow Road on the western outskirts of London, she had done her utmost to decline the position. Yet she had accepted it. She had known almost from the moment she had seen the twins, so thin and forlorn in their bedraggled frocks with the scanty, drooping, unstarched flounces, that she would agree to come to them. At the time, though she hardly realised it, it was not only the challenge which the two warily suspicious girls, so startlingly alike in looks, presented to her that made her act so against her customary common sense. There had been something else. An attraction she knew not of what nature had made her determined to go to the house. Certainly the remuneration offered did nothing to make her feel she ought to accept the post. As to salary, Mr Richard Partington had said, giving her a sudden, wry, apologetic smile, there and gone in a moment. As to salary, the figure fixed upon is twenty five pounds per annum. He must have seen the expression of dismay Miss Ummin had struggled in vain to conceal. The sum was barely half what she received in her present post, soon to come to an end. That is, that is, uh, Mr. Partington at once stammered, that is, twenty-five pounds is the sum which my father, from whose purse your salary will be found, is prepared to offer. He came to a halt then and his round face was lit up by another of the rueful, quick smiles Miss Umwin was to come to know so well. And I am afraid I am instructed to say, he added, that he will not budge from that figure. At that moment Miss Umwin had had words of uncompromising refusal on her lips. It was monstrous, really monstrous, to be asked to accept less than some servants— the two little girls, standing so silently, looking at her like a pair of identical kittens, ready at a moment's fright to dart away, had kept those words from being voiced. Or had there even then been something else? It was a question Miss Unmin was to come to ponder very frequently when winter had at last yielded to spring. She turned at that moment to the girls and put another question to them— something merely designed to make them talk and reveal whether the spark of intelligence she thought she glimpsed behind their carefully unexpressed